Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, welcome. It is the Ohio, and it is Monday, March 29th. Craig is off today, but I got Brandon here. Brandon, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks, Chris. I am. I am good too. I, lots of stuff going on today. It's uh, we do we tape a show early, so we got some tape stuff coming at you on Fridays. So, like I said, Brandon, I feel like I haven't seen you forever, but it's only been what three or four days. Yeah, yeah, it's been at least since. Uh... Um, Thursday or Wednesday. So, yeah. yeah. It's so weird. I mean, it's like, <laughs> I feel like I'm like, we never talk anymore. But, you know, hey, we, we talk more than other people. So it's pretty good. So, all right. Well, a couple of things I want to talk to you about. I hate to be a downer, but there's some downer stories we need to talk about through our Monday segments. Um, first of all, a couple interesting things happened over the weekend. Uh, this coronavirus. Um, Brandon, do you have any indication of where it started from? Like, if you had to pick. I mean, I, I guess nobody really knows for sure. Do you have a feeling where it may have started? Um, well, it seems like it originated, at least sort of the first cases of at least appeared in Wuhan, China. Um, that is not to say that it came from a lab or if it, um, or if it was uh, transmitted via, um, or, you know, possibilities including might have been transmitted uh, via a bats or some sort of um, a trans- a transmission that happened at one of those wet wet uh, markets that they had um, where I've seen videos of, and it looks pretty, pretty grim actually, sadly, but ultimately we don't really, we don't, we there's still a lot we don't know, but um, there's so much obsession though on the origins of this virus. And honestly, I don't know. Um, I don't get the obsession, but, so I'll give it back to you. <laughs> well, it, I guess, and there's a couple of stories I wanted to talk about before. Before I jump into these two stories, I want to kind of get a baseline here. What baffles me, to be honest with you, is, you know, I remember when 9-11 happened. And already, we were like, okay, this is Afghanistan. We're going to, you know, go against Afghanistan, bomb them. And this was like a day into it. I mean, and you know what? We've been with coronavirus for over a year. And yeah, it sounds like they the origins came somewhere in China. But it wasn't like the China... You know, it's very... I wouldn't say doubtful, but we haven't seen any evidence that the Chinese government was like, ooh, let's do coronavirus so we can 
you know, kill a bunch of people in the world. I mean, there's been no indication of that or anything else. And I guess what confuses me is, like, former President Trump talks about the China virus, and on occasion he would talk about, hey, you know, you know, China's got to have to answer about this and everything. Why haven't they, if it was former President Trump or current President Biden or anybody else, why hasn't there been any type of investigation just in general? I, I guess the point I'm trying to make here is if there was a serious charge or if there's a serious reason to be suspicious that there was some undercover you know, thing behind it, why hasn't there been an investigation? That's where I'm wondering about this whole thing. Well, I think it, you know, that's funny you say that because there was another article that popped up in my feed about how the World Health Organization's probe into the pandemic's origins um, can't be called an investigation, according to one WHO advisor and former Clinton administration official um, in a conversation they told CBS 60 Minutes. Um, more like it's a, quote, essentially a highly chaperoned, highly curated study tour. Um, and I think that's kind of the issue is it seems like at least, um, you know, China is, you know, kind of has a lot of say in, in how this invest in the investigation will go. Um, well, and even former President Trump, you know, starts yelling about the China virus and obviously a very controversial phrase for a variety of reasons. Well, I don't get that's the thing. That's the real story here is, you know, while there are concerns about investigating this virus and that China needs to be fully cooperative. It's just labeling it, excuse me, labeling it um, the uh, China virus, you know, labeling it the Wuhan virus, the China virus, and really making a big stink out of that labeling makes no sense to me whatsoever. Makes no sense to me whatsoever. It's just kind of like, um, um, I don't know, it's just like... um, it, it's it doesn't really add anything it doesn't make really it really doesn't do anything in terms of a solution it doesn't do much just because you identify a problem doesn't necessarily mean um, or label it doesn't necessarily mean it creates a solution alone um, if we if we didn't I mean sometimes that's what I mean the obsession with like Nailing down the exact origin of of the um, of the of the virus, um, I kind of get that from more of an academic sense, and maybe you know there will be some good coming out of um, you know prevention and what to do next time. But at the end of the day, um, there are some measures that we can do for next time without knowing the origins of this virus. I guess is my argument. Right. I guess it's just you know really trying to. Because that was the, the approach from the Trump administration. It was definitely not. It didn't come from a sense of of uh, of of solution finding. It came from a place of blame, and that's that's the problem with 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 that approach. It's just like you're looking to kind of blame um, blame someone, label that and label that virus after them, so that way you can blame them. And it takes and it seems to in the sense that it seems to you want to abdicate yourself of any responsibility of tackling the virus in a very responsible manner. Um, and then the, despite the byproduct, which has been this kind of rise in Asian, anti-Asian American sentiment over here, um, 
which we seem to which seems to be growing and seems to be kind of uh, um, you know it was definitely concerning in the early ages of the pandemic because I remember on TikTok videos Chris like some Asians you know they'll post a video of themselves and they're like they're like when you're Asian and you just want to cough <laughs> and you're yeah. kind of scared yeah. to cough because everyone's gonna look at you weird. I mean, this is on top of the the mask thing was kind of weird because, uh, you know, over the years, one more thing, Chris, is like over the years, you know, I've been on campus. I've been um, we've been to different throughout the parts of the country. We've seen Asians wear masks. We've seen them. We've seen them done this. And we always thought it was weird. And we thought it was uh, we always or maybe not weird, but we just were curious. I think at the at minimum, just kind of like why they do that. But now it's like we're all doing it. So, um, I think that's also partly, probably maybe that's another affront to mask is we probably thought, Oh, we never would need to wear mask over here in America. But, um, alas, we, we must. Yeah. And I guess the thing that frustrates me overall is, okay. I never think we should attack China. Like I don't think we should drop a nuclear warhead on them or anything like that. But if, if there is an issue, and there could be, I'm not saying there's not an issue, it's been over a year, and I know these investigations take time. You can't just snap your finger and say, oh, investigation, and it's done. Or a probe, or whatever you know, the WHO wants to do with it. I'm just saying, if you want to be a forerunner, if it was Trump or it was somebody in the Biden administration now, even say, hey, we're having an investigation, or we're of the government in China, or we're just saying, Maybe we should look at how labs keep track of what's coming in and coming out. And not to say the lab had any sinister motives. What if somebody just made a mistake? You know what I mean? Honest mistake. You know, we all make mistakes. You make mistakes at work. I make mistakes at work. Well, maybe there should be an investigation into how labs contain stuff. You know what I mean? Because if it's in China or if it's in America, if you're not careful, something could happen. And it sounds like if it was in a lab, that's what happened. Or if it was in a wet market over there, there wasn't really great containment, so you're asking for problems. And I guess the concern I have, it if it's the federal government, if it's the China government, if it's anybody over there or over here, why haven't we had something? So what happens is, you know, President Trump makes the statements. Um, they really go unchecked. Nothing really happens. It's just comments he throws out here and there over the past year. And then you see crap happening. Um, since the Enquirer over the past week had great stories. Lee Wong, he's a um, township trustee, a township down there, Brandon Township. Uh, he's been in America for a while. He's been a U.S. military member for 20 years. And over the past year, he starts to get very the side eye, you know, the sink eye uh, about the fact that, you know, hey, he's Asian. What does that mean? And, you know, so he goes off during a township trustee meeting and says, Hey, people are asking me if I'm a patriot. So he literally takes off his shirt to show his scars from 20 years of military service to say, hey, is this patriot enough for you? And, you know, it, it came out of frustration. Um, you know, and the guy's pretty much being discriminated against because the government's not making overt comments. And what they are making overt, cra- I hate to say crazy, overt comments without backing. And we do nothing about it. It, it becomes a political just rhetoric that cool. leads to issues, you know? We're blaming. We're essentially blaming. Our government has blamed, yeah. and, you know, people are taking that blame um, in unhealthy directions. And right. I think um, 
you know, it, it, like this is why the government's very was we had so you know people criticize the Obama administration's um, reservousness, and maybe it was too reserved, but very much reserve on very of criticizing radical Islam. It's just because people would go after normal <laughs> normal Muslims is kind of not not the way I want to characterize it, but you know, you know, innocent law-abiding Muslims, productive members of society in America. Um, or just, you know, refugees who just want to get by in this day and day country. Um, words matter. And this yeah. is the kind of the issue here is why you got to be careful with your words. And it's just, um, you know, I mean, I think by the time Trump came in, it was really, really hammering it with the radical Islam condemnation language. At that point, I think it was, you know, there was already a discourse about anti-Muslim sentiment in this country. And I think, you know, at that point, the wars in I and the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan um, were kind of dwindling at that point. Sort in some ways, I mean, there was still criticisms with drone strikes and whatnot, but, um, um, but, you know, imagine if we had a president who was like really hammering it, like in 2001, 2000, you know, two, after two, after nine 11, really hammering, you know, that, that's saying every day, you know, and I mean, it was I'm, the whatever kind of treatment nor uh, law abiding American Muslims uh, experience might have been like 10 times might be what Asian Americans might have be feel, feeling about today. Um, it's just a possibility. Who knows? Well, and let's touch on this really quick because instead of us spending 15 minutes arguing about this part, uh, Dan Tierney's coming on Wednesday from the governor's office. And we need to ask him about this. Story of the weekend, um, Lieutenant Governor John Houston. And you know, he was sharing an article talking about, um, I guess, a former Trump official saying, hey, it probably originated in China. So he's like, well, is this the Wuhan virus? Okay, well, John Houston's the Lieutenant Governor of Ohio. I'm not sure what he can do about it. You know, I mean, is this signaling maybe he's interested in running for Senate where maybe he can make a decision on probe or investigation? I mean, unfortunately, his hands are kind of tied as lieutenant governor of Ohio. So he says that, and he quickly retracted to say, hey, you know, I was talking about the Chinese government, not the people. But, you know, there's a lot of people that keep on saying, well, what are you saying? And, again, question for Dan Tierney. We're not going to speculate on it. But why why are we commenting on stuff like that? And when I say we, I'm talking about the lieutenant governor of Ohio. I mean, it just I mean, that's a question we need to ask Tierney. I mean, like, um, yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know if Dan will even want to an- go there. I'm but, sure, uh, but, but we got to ask, you know. But, but I, I would say that um, mostly my beef with, on that on that story was mostly just how Axios framed 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 it. Um, they, they, I mean, sure, they it was an accurate story in the sense that they quoted a former Trump official, but the headline, the, um, the headline was not very, I mean, it was very short and to the point, but I feel like it needed a little more detail, a little more context. You know, I would have put in the word unverified, unfa- you know, unsubstantiated, you know, right. I mean, um, uh, you know, or maybe at the very least unverified. It is a possibility, no question. But I just feel like to, you know, to really throw that, um, you know, to really quote a former um, uh, uh, presidential administration official in that con- in that manner and try to kind of present that story as like a um, kind of factual. It does how it came out framed to me. And so I'm, I'm probably like the governor. I'm probably like anybody who sees that story 
And it just seems like I could, it seems like a confirmation, even though you have to pay attention to the keywords former. Oh, he was the, with the Trump administration. Um, you know, who really kind of, you know, they really entertained a lot of, lot of, uh, different speculative speculations and kind of treated them like fact. I just think that it was, um, um, you, the headline didn't, wasn't the headline on that article was awful. And I, I love Axios and mostly because of how they recognize the daily, the changing habits of, um, of, of, of consuming news today. But that was, a, that what that headline needed to be a little bit, had needed a, a, a more context in my opinion. Well, and again, you know, tyranny, and you're right. I don't think tyranny is going to go in great detail by answer for that question, but, I, I would say, and let's just speculate, you know, for lack of a better term, I, I think with um, Houston, I don't think Houston had any ill intent. And I'll be honest with you, I think a decent portion of society, when they say, hey, the virus originated in China, they're just saying, look, it may have originated in a lab, or it may have been, you know, a wet market, whatever. I don't think the intent is to be racist, but I guess my issue with what Houston said is look at the context of what's happening around Ohio and America today. Look at the the horrific shooting of the um, Asians uh, down in um, you know Georgia. Look at, I mean, Lee Wong, that story was breaking at the same time. Where a dude that served in the military and has been an Ohio trustee for many years is not getting the same guy because we're yelling China virus and everything, all this other stuff. You know, okay, don't mention Wuhan virus this week. Don't. And I again, I don't think who said hates Asians or anything else like that. I'm just saying you don't say that this week. It, it just horrible timing. Yeah, it's timing, awful timing. Timing is off. Well, even though media media publications are kind of talking about the origins of the virus, in addition to. Right. Asian anti-Asian American sentiment, so it's kind of like, you know, they're feeding they're feeding the story in that sense, I suppose. But that's what I mean. Like overall, in the, in the discourse of this debate, I just feel like the origins are always fascinating. It's always good to know where it came from. But if in terms in the context of you know, you know, what are waste? What are some? Are there any solutions we want to get out of it? Are there any? lessons learned about to prevent another incident like this from happening. Um, and that's kind of, that's to me the scary thing. It's just what happens in someone else's, um, in someone else's country, you know, um, is, is, um, you know, where you kind of don't have that control and what could we have done better in, in, in hindsight? I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the answer is, but, um, but at the end of the day, when it's when you're just assigning blame, it's just that's the thing that irks me is that you're assigning blame and you don't give a damn about, you know, uh, people who might be affected by that indirectly um, or directly. I mean, it's like um, it's it's just that's why we why you have to be reserved. That's why you have to be kind of you can't just say it how it is, because um you could call it, you can inflame people to do really little thi- little to big things um whether it's a stink eye on the street or a mass shooting at an at um in Atlanta it, it's just like um you know we, we got to be careful with our rhetoric well and 
you know, if you remember two words from the past 20 minutes, words matter. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. And you might say, well, people get their feelings hurt too easily. Well, sorry. Stuff happens, okay? It's one thing if we're just walking around with hurt feelings. It's another thing when, look, there's mental health issues, there's mass shootings and everything else. Words matter. And words have always mattered. And words matter even more today. And, you know, and think back from a basic golden rule. Treat others as you would be treated. So if you're saying, well, people's feelings get hurt, well, no, your feelings get hurt, too, if you got to side back. You know, so treat other people like you want to be treated. You know, I, I mean, that's what it really comes down to. So, I, I totally agree with that sentiment. Yeah, so again, if you're like, man, I don't want to remember anything else, golden rule and, um, you know, words matter. That's a big thing. All right, well, thanks for checking out Ohio, and we'll be back quickly with another segment. Check our sponsors, and check out that book, Hope uh, Interrupted. Uh, Have a good one. Bye-bye.